Welcome to Smartest Energy Talks, the power market podcast for next generation energy companies. Hello and welcome to the Smartest Energy Talks podcast. My name is Owen Moulton, Key Account Manager here at Smartest Energy. And today I'm joined by Vineet Aurora, Emissions and Fuels Trader at Smartest Energy. Hi everyone, I'm Vineet. I have been at uh, Smartest for just over three years, but overall in the energy space for about 14 years. Uh, and what do I do? I, I like to think that I help utilities and corporates achieve their net zero ambitions using various tools and instruments at our company's disposal. Thanks, Vineet. Um, so Vineet has joined me today for the podcast to talk about carbon offsetting, the role it plays in the transition to net zero, and how you go about offsetting your emissions. We've seen companies' ESG goals, that's environmental, social and governance goals move up the corporate agenda in recent years and even more so after Rishi Sunak unveiled plans at COP26 to force the largest firms to show how they intend to move their businesses to net zero. As a result the interest in voluntary carbon has grown. Vinny can you tell us a bit more about what carbon offsetting and voluntary carbon credits are? Sure on a, on a high level, voluntary carbon or carbon offsets are used by companies and individuals to voluntarily reduce their carbon footprint by financially supporting projects that reduce greenhouse gas emissions elsewhere, often by saving endangered forests, investing in renewable energy, helping farmers manage their land more effectively, and so on. So it's quite an important instrument. However, the first thing an organization must do in battle against climate change should be bringing in fuel or other efficiencies across the company and its supply chain. Carbon offsets are a necessary and effective tool for emissions that are harder to avoid or reduce. Say a glass manufacturer can look to burn less fuel, it can switch its logistics to electric vehicles, it can easily source renewable power and, and so on. But there would be a time when the only way to bring further carbon savings is by reducing production, and that is not economically viable. At this stage, carbon offsets can be employed for the glass companies remaining scope one, two, and three emissions. Great, so th thanks for that, Vinny. Um, you've mentioned scope one, two, and, and three emissions. Which, which customers ask us a lot about. Uh, can you give us a breakdown and tell us a bit more about where the customer should start in their journey towards net zero? The first step in, in, this, in this journey would be calculating the carbon footprint of your organization. This is done by specialist consultants who will do an analysis of your operations. The consultant will then divide the company's emissions into three separate buckets or scopes. Very simply, scope one contain direct emissions from sources that are owned and controlled by the company. These are usually simplest to identify and include emissions from company vehicles, on-site energy use for heating, manufacturing, industrial processes, etc. Scope two are indirect emissions from purchase electricity, heating or cooling, and scope three include all other indirect emissions that occur throughout the organization's value chain. These include employee commuting or business travel, 
purchase goods and services and even investments. Great. Okay. So thanks for that breakdown. And and thinking about the three scopes, can voluntary carbon be used for all scope one, two, and three emissions, or are there other tools that smartest energy can facilitate against these emissions? Good question. Voluntary carbon credit, which is a certificate representing one metric ton of carbon dioxide that is either prevented from being emitted into the atmosphere or removed from the atmosphere as the result of a carbon reduction project, can indeed be used for all of the company emissions that is scope one, two, and three. However, against certain emissions, there are other tools available which are considered more effective. For example, under scope one, for emissions relating to the burning of natural gas for heating, biomethane certificates, or RGGOs, can also be used. However, they tend to be a little more expensive than carbon offsets. For scope two, that is for indirect emissions from purchase electricity, REGOs, or Renewable Electricity Guarantee of Origin, are considered a more suitable tool. For anything else, voluntary carbon offsets is an excellent tool. So with the offering of REGOs, RGGOs, voluntary carbon, Smartest is really a one-stop shop for corporates wanting to move towards net zero. So I, I understand REGOs and RGGOs are generally standardized instruments. However, there are so many different types of voluntary carbon that I've seen in the market. How does a business decide on which project is best for them? It is indeed a lot harder for corporates to figure out the best fit from thousands available in the marketplace. But hopefully our four-point checklist could make the process a little simpler. Number one on the list must be UN Sustainable Development Goals. United Nations has laid about 17 sustainable development goals ranging from no poverty, zero hunger, good health and well-being, gender equality, and so on. Voluntary carbon projects offered by Smartest Energy aim to meet many of these 17 goals. Just let us know which goals reflect your company values best, and Smartest will find the most relevant projects. The second consideration would be type of the project. They could be renewable energy, forestry, energy efficiency projects, Cookstove projects are also increasingly popular as they displace dirty wood-fired stoves in domestic kitchen for cleaner fuels. Third consideration would be origin. Most of our projects are based in the developing world of South Asia, China, Latin America, and Africa. However, projects based in UK, Europe, and United States are also available. Finally, price. For many of us, especially these times, price is a very important consideration. Though we would like firms to buy most exciting and innovative projects, pragmatically, Smartest Energy will find the right project to meet any budget and at the best available value. So once the firm have some idea of the UN SDGs, project type, origin, and price, our team will share a few projects with them. The company can then select one project or a short list of projects. One thing worth mentioning also is that Smartest Energy can give employees of the firm a democratic voice 
by letting them choose the right project for the company. We will create and run a poll, providing all the project information and photos from the projects. We actually ran that poll internally at Smartest, and the interest and enthusiasm shown by all employees was very encouraging and positive. Letting employees decide what offsetting project to choose is an excellent idea. Uh, it went really well at Smartest. I, I remember choosing my favourite option uh, when we had the opportunity to do so. I'm sure many corporates would want to run this for their teams as well. You've rightly highlighted price as an important consideration. Could you give a benchmark of the prices they usually attract? Sure, prices can be quite varied and they are a function of the checklist I mentioned earlier. Having said that, there are quite a few renewable energy projects priced at about three to 10 pounds per tonne. Cook stoves and forestry tend to be a little more expensive, say about 10 to 20 pounds per tonne. There are newer technologies like direct air carbon capture, which are favored by large tech companies, and they can command over 100 pounds per ton. Thanks, Vinny. That's that's quite the range. Um, so one of the questions I've had raised in the past is around quality of the different projects as well. Say, for example, forestry projects are priced according to the perceived quality of that project. How do customers know that the trees are nurtured for years to come, not just planted and forgotten? Another good question. Each of the projects that we deal with is registered with a reputable registry, such as Gold and Vera. For these projects, it's necessary to go through an audit and independent verification process, which ensures that the carbon savings are real, measurable, and permanent. That is, it actually makes a difference. One of the tests that these registries perform is additionality which means that credits are only issued to projects which require the extra financial help the most. Or if they couldn't have sold these carbon credits, the project would have never gone ahead. In terms of forestry, the registries doesn't let 100% of the credits be sold. It requires that 20% of the credits in a buffer account which could be used if the actual carbon savings is less than issued or forecasted, which could happen, say, in case of a forest fire. Brilliant, thank you. Um, additionality is something that is coming up more and more in, in conversations uh, every, every time we speak to customers. So we can see more and more customers looking to get involved to help reach their sustainability goals. Do you see voluntary carbon being a key component in the future? I would say as more and more corporates strive to meet their net zero targets, we would see demand continue to increase. Carbon offsets will play a critical role in helping meet the world's 1.5 degree target. Uh, based on many demand projections for carbon credits, the market could grow up to 100 fold by 2050. Right, thank you. That's quite some growth. So we've been supporting our customers with understanding the complexities of all of this and, and helping them navigate through their journey to net zero. Can you talk us through some of the options we have for our customers? We currently have about 20 projects available for buyers to choose from. Uh, they range from 
renewable energy projects based in Turkey and Chile, forest protection in Brazil, Cambodia and Norway, to cook stoves in Myanmar and Nigeria. It is important to note that along with carbon savings, many of our projects also promise core benefits, such as financial contributions to local health centers, generating employment opportunities, and protecting the indigenous way of life. So there is more to carbon credits. Great, thank you. And so if after hearing this, a customer wanted to get in touch and buy carbon offsets, what's the usual time frame from that first conversation through to retiring the certificates? It's not very long. Usually it takes about a week to 10 days to find the right projects and retire the contract against the company's name. That's a, that's a really swift turnaround, so that, that's very positive. Um, and thank you, Vineet, for talking us through your insights today on voluntary carbon and, and how customers can get involved. We usually like to leave our listeners with three key takeaways at the end of each of our podcasts. So what would yours be? I would say, number one, uh, voluntary carbon credits are a great option for to help businesses fulfill their climate ambitions and the world to meet its 1.5 degree target. Second, I would say the demand for carbon credits is growing and it is going to play a key role in the transition to net zero for so many businesses. But it is important to highlight again that most ethical and scientific way towards net zero is reduction or avoidance of emissions through efficiencies. Carbon offsets are an immensely powerful tool for unavoidable emissions. Finally, Smartest Energy as a one-stop shop can help you on your journey to net zero once you have some indication of UNSDGs, type, origin, and price range of the projects. Smartest will be able to showcase ideal projects for you to choose from. That's great. Thanks. And that brings us to the end of today's podcast. So thanks for your time today, Vinny. Thanks, Owen. It's lovely speaking to you. Yeah, and, and you as always. Um, and th thank you all for listening to this episode of the Smartest Energy Talks podcast. Uh, you can find further resources on carbon offsetting on our website. And um, please don't hesitate to get in touch if you have any questions or are interested in our carbon offsetting service. See you next time.